0: Smart Talk is supported by Capital Blue Cross, providing health care coverage accepted by doctors and specialists in all 50 states. More information is available at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, offering surgical care for the brain, spine, and peripheral nerves. More information can be found at upmc.com slash neuro
1: you're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. Voting and election related legislation will be amongst the proposals getting top billing when Pennsylvania lawmakers return to session. What other issues or actions can be expected in 2022 at the Capitol? WITF's Capitol Bureau Chief Sam Dunklaw is with us with a preview. Sam, welcome to the program. As I said, uh, much of what uh, the legislature is looking at, at least the headline issues, have to do with uh, elections. Let's start with redistricting. This is one that, uh, you know, 10 years ago, if you would have said something about redistricting being a priority issue, many people would have wondered why. Not anymore. It is a priority issue.
0: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, Scott, because I was chatting with some, uh, some state Capitol colleagues about that. Um, uh, one of the folks from the AP had said, I was one of the only people writing about redistricting uh, when it was happening 10 years ago. Um, you know, and the reason that redistricting has gotten so much attention, at least here in PA, you know, is because of the uh, the actions by the state Supreme Court uh, back in 2018. Um, uh, the the massive amount of attention that that that, that brought has now uh, refocused the conversation for this next uh, drawing of maps. So yeah, so um, I, I'm glad that we're starting with redistricting because I think there's no more important uh, state story happening right now. Uh, you know. It, bears repeating, Scott, you've probably heard this from a number of folks over the last couple of months, but I mean, this is the process that's going to determine uh, elections for state, House, Senate, and congressional seats for uh, the next 10 years. Now, it's it's not the only thing that determines elections, but uh, it, how a district is drawn certainly does um, have a lot to do with what representatives are are elected and the quality of that representation. So. Um, To just give you a top-line level of where things stand right now, um, the Congressional map is drawn by state lawmakers. Uh, Right now, state lawmakers are moving the bill that contains the map that was amended by the House State Government Committee to the House floor. Uh, House members will be debating that. Um, We're expecting to see some changes coming on the map. We don't have details on that just yet. But once that happens, then it moves to the Senate and then off to uh, the governor's desk. And the governor has come out uh, in recent days uh, saying that he is opposed uh, to this map. Uh, and as far as the state house maps go, uh, a five-member panel draws those, uh, and they are waiting uh, to wrap up a public comment period that lasts at least 30 days. Uh, so we could be looking at um, a final version uh, coming up for debate and discussion uh, in, that, uh, in that panel within uh, the next couple of weeks here.
1: Okay, so why the opposition?
0: Uh, For the congressional maps, at least as far as Governor Wolf goes, uh, Governor Wolf points out that uh, the, the, the map is a Republican gerrymander. Uh, and there, there is at least one data point uh, from a nonpartisan uh, mapping analysis website that, that backs him up on that. Uh, this website's called Days Redistricting App. Uh, for those folks that don't know about it, I, I would encourage you to check it out. Um, you can see uh, the, the current versions of uh, both the congressional house and state senate maps. Uh, we have a story that links to those. Um, that data point is uh, DRA looked at how the districts are drawn and uh, the number of folks that are, are, are in those districts and the voting patterns of them since 2016. And they called the map anti-majoritarian, which means that even though candidates uh, on the Democratic side would likely win more than half of the total votes across uh, congressional districts statewide, uh, they would, uh, you know, even though they would probably receive that number of votes, they would likely only win less than half of the congressional seats based on how the map is drawn. Uh, but if, if you look a little bit closer, seven, ma- seven of the uh, seven, now 17 districts are in favor of Republicans, five in favor of Democrats and five are actually competitive enough to where they could swing either way and it, uh, Republicans have the advantage in at least two. Uh, so it, it depends on the data point you're looking at, but, uh, but Governor Wolf has said over and over again, he doesn't uh, want, he did not want to engage uh, in backroom negotiations with the legislature on these maps, uh, and uh, ha- but has been willing to, uh, you know, vent his frustration, vent his thoughts about the map in public. Uh, the Republicans are hoping to get him uh, in, in a meeting of some kind this week to discuss those a little bit more. Uh, uh, up front, but, you know, at, as a lot of State House observers have expected, uh, there, uh, you know, his opposition is setting up this sort of showdown between uh, his office and the legislature on these maps.
1: Now, I want to point out that congressional map was drawn by a citizen and not by a legislator uh, that was adopted by uh, by the, the House Government Committee. Uh, now. Uh, where do we stand as far as hearings go? There are hearings going right now so that Pennsylvanians can weigh in.
0: That's correct. And there are, uh, to be clear, Scott, those hearings are happening uh, on the state legislative side. Uh, right, legislative right. Legislative report. Should have pointed Congress. that out, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <right. laughs> um, uh, now, I should mention, too, the congressional maps um, are uh, receiving public comment online. There's a portal for both sets of maps uh, that folks can access, and we also have a link uh, up for that on our on our website right now. Um, but yeah, so the, these hearings that are going to be happening for state house maps in the next couple of days are aiming to collect a, as much in-person testimony, virtual testimony as possible on those maps. And in fact, uh, we did a little reporting on the comments that have come in, uh, over the last couple of weeks here during the holiday period. Uh, and we're expecting that a lot of the comments that come in towards the later half of the week will probably reflect these, you know, a couple of people support uh the maps you know on the both on the congressional and on the state house side but on the state house side a lot of people are saying you know why did you split my individual community up Um, for example there's a lot of uh, comments coming in about how the harrisburg region has been split up uh in on the state house map Um, map makers have to limit splitting as much as possible so of course that's a that's a big point of contention um people have also said uh, for example the state house maps uh protect incumbents too much. Uh, there is some data that supports them on that at least uh, 12 uh, districts, uh, you know, these 12 members rather have been drawn into districts where they would have to face an incumbent, and at least in one case, an incumbent that has been sitting in that same seat for uh, for decades. Uh, so th- th- this is going to be the chance for the public to come in to weigh in. Uh, and this, uh, at least on this, on the state legislative side, is supporting this claim that lawmakers have been making uh, for months now, that this would be an open process, transparent, different uh, than it was in the past.
1: Uh, let's switch gears for just a moment, uh, Sam. Uh, House Bill 1800. Now, I hate to identify a bill by its number, but just so you know, the public, I'm sure, won't be walking around saying, oh, that House Bill 1800, but it is an election <laughs> reform bill. Tell us about it.
0: Yes, that, that's how it's been framed. Um, it, what it would do, uh, we've reported on this bill uh, for a number of months now, uh, a number of different things. And the, the top line things uh, are, are to number one, make election day easier for counties. Uh, counties have said over and over again uh, that they need uh, more time to be able to count ballots ahead of election day. Um, and also, you know, another way to look at this is that this bill would help quell some of the puffed up claims from contingents of the public about the potential for voter fraud in in future elections. So ID would be required each time you vote. um, And the the ID that is uh, allowed under the law runs the gamut. Supporters uh, counter the opposition's argument that you need something like a driver's license or a passport each time. And what about the people that don't have that? They counter that by saying, well, folks could go to their county election office and get a laminated voter ID card, and that would satisfy the requirement. Uh, The bill was interestingly amended uh, to uh, allow counties to get reimbursements for election administration costs because of how expensive it is to run an election. Counties have had to shoulder that uh, virtually all by themselves. But the state would be able to yank those reimbursements if counties don't have most of their uh, uh, votes counted within six hours after uh, the time the polls close. So right now we're waiting for a final House vote on that. Um, we're not really getting a clear signal about where the governor stands on that, but he has said in the past that he's against expanding voter ID.
1: And when does the legislature come back into session?
0: Uh, right, today is a non-voting session, uh, but the uh, House will be back in on January 10th.
1: What about so the Senate? Monday. What about the
0: Senate? Senate, the, Senate, I believe the same.
1: Okay. Just uh, uh, Sam Dunklaw is uh, uh, excuse me, WITF's uh, Capitol Bureau Chief. Sam, thank you very much for being with us today.
0: Thanks for having me, Scott. Oh, and by the way, uh, Senate comes back in uh, Tuesday next. That is uh, January 18th. Okay.
1: All right. So it was a week after, uh, just a week after uh, the, the I almost had it. <laughs> Sam, thank you very much for uh, being with us today. You're listening to Smart Talk. I'm Scott Lamar.